When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hour three of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It is a Wednesday, so that means coming up at 1130 today, we're going to play the Millennial X Games. Very excited. This is when it goes head to head. Me versus Donna. I represent the Millennials. Donna represents Gen Xers. And then we call on our opposite lifeline. So I get a Gen Xer to help me. You get a millennial to help you. New relationships are formed. Friends mm-hmm. become enemies. Yep. Enemies become friends. True. And there's only one winner. And we are giving away, don't forget, an iron safe. <laughs> no. What not, are we giving away then? It's not a canoe like you like to say sometimes. It's Do not I a... keep reading the wrong thing? Yep. <laughs> it's just it's one of the cool my talk hats that we have. That's what we're giving out for the excellent for the winner. I thought it was, okay, you could put your hat in the news safe. <laughs> no, no. You could wear a hat in your car or on the canoe, but it doesn't come with either. Canoes. Do you guys, canoes. <laughs> Boy, they right? tip a lot, huh? It's canoes, right? <laughs> okay, though. Canoe talk. Uh, I was trying to think of a joke, and I couldn't think of one. Um, did you see Catch Me If You Can? A long time ago. Leo DiCaprio? Nice. Great. Alongside. Oh, I don't know. Come Tom on. Cruise. We just talked about his son oh, in the Dirt Alert. Sylvester Stallone. Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks was. I don't remember Tom Hanks being in this. Oh, yes. Okay. So, Catch Me If You Can is based on a real man, his life. The man, man's name is Frank Abagnale, and that's who Leonardo DiCaprio plays. And he is then uh, pursued by an FBI agent because Frank Abagnale, again, in real life, ran all sorts of cons. So what happened was he was 16 years old, his parents divorced, and he it was a shock to him. He was called into a courtroom, didn't know why he was being dropped off at the courtroom, goes up, the judge motions him toward the bench, his mom and dad are standing up there, and the judge said, your parents are getting a divorce, blah, 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 didn't even look up at him, and then said, uh, son, since you are age 16... Back then, it meant that uh, he needed to choose which parent he would live with. To which Frank Abagnale says, that's a choice that no kid can make. And at 16, you're still a kid in mm-hmm. many respects. And so what he did was he turned, just like in the movie, he turned and he ran. And he didn't know what to do or where to go, but he just couldn't bear to make that decision. Wow, I don't remember that. He then went into a life of con. He just started conning one person after another, and they were more and more heightened. And he was, he was essentially an imposter TWA pilot. He found a pilot's uniform, got one made, found out where they made them, ended up finding out where their 
IDs were made and then got one of the IDs made. It was really, really crazy. And the whole time, Tom Hanks, representing the FBI agent, is trying to catch him, but he's very difficult to catch because back then, in the 60s, you could just write checks. There was a lot of check writing. So he was forging checks, going to great great lengths to do this. And it was crazy how he was pulling off all sorts of crazy cons. So I remember my brother Scooty had told me about this movie. He was shocked last summer. He found out I had never watched it. Couldn't believe it. I was like, we got to watch it tonight. So we watched it. And I, was, I really liked the movie. It was great. Leo's great in it. Tom Hanks is great in it. Wait, you just watched it? Wow. Just watched it. Wow. 2020. 2020. Oh, first okay. time. Gotcha. Despite the fact that it's been on TNT every weekend forever. <laughs> yes. Right? It's, uh, a, it's a favorite in our household, man. That is my girl's favorite movie. It oh, is, is that right? She loves Leo, too. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. The music's great in it, too. It's, it's great. Again, the Catch Me If You Can. Remember, we were talking about the flight attendant. The intro to the flight attendant reminded me of uh, the intro to Catch Me If You Can. So it's a great movie. Really well done. And again, the fact that it's based on a true story is crazy. Anyway, if you are a fan of Catch Me If You Can, and Donna, I don't know if you have the time to link this up today. I do think it would be beneficial for the listener. There is a really cool Google talk that he does. So there are these things called Talks at Google. Mm -hmm. Google brings in these incredible people, and then they do an hour. And it's always... Part of it is them talking to them, uh, and then part of it is them doing a Q&A. Oh, that's fun. So Frank Abagnale, um, Abagnale, excuse me, um, here's a little bit. I'm just going to let you hear his voice so that you okay. can sort of figure out what this talk would be like. But it's a fun listen if you're doing some cleaning or driving. Of course, I didn't know that, and I thought, type of equipment. Well, the equipment I'm on is this stool. They must mean what type of equipment is on the planes I fly. So I thought, well, they got the wings, they got the engine. They always had a sticker on the engine, who manufactured the engine. So I said, yeah, it's General Electric. All three pilots kind of just stopped eating and leaned over. And the captain said, oh, really? What do you fly, washing machines? So I knew I said the wrong thing out the door. I went. So that's, that's the style of voice that you'll be listening to for an hour. I tell you, this guy never seems to look down at a note. He doesn't have a single verbal pause mm, at any point wow. while he's speaking. And you then hear his voice, and then you hear Leonardo DiCaprio in the movie go off on these quick-talking things. So right there, that's a bit of him in a pilot's uniform going to uh, JFK Airport and uh, going to LaGuardia, excuse me, and then dressing up as a pilot. And then other pilots came up and sit next to him at the bar, and they start to talk with him. And then he realizes, okay, I'm not saying the right things. And then he leaves the airport because he realizes I got to go back and do more homework and figure mm. out what's the right thing to do. He's calling payroll of TWA and saying, I need to talk with somebody in purchasing uh, because I've lost my <laughs> uniform. I left it in San Francisco. One moment, please. They put him through to purchasing. And then, yes, I'm Frank Abagnale, or he's using some fake name back then, and I I need a new uniform, sir. You know this will come out of your paycheck? Yes, great. He's thinking, great, I don't have a paycheck. Just send it over. All right, you can pick it up oh today. Oh, my God. Because back in the day, you could do those kind of things. And people ask him in the Q&A, could you have done the kind of con that is seen in the movie Catch Me If You Can today with today's technology? Not only does he say you could do it, 
He says you could do it so much easier now because of technology. He had to buy a printing press, a massive one that generally took three people to run to print out all of these fake IDs and fake work badges and fake checks. And he had to run down and put scaffolding up at one end, start the printer there, run down to the other end of the room, run up the scaffolding because you couldn't have anybody else in on the job with them. They would let the FBI know. So he went to these great lengths to do it all. And here's the fascinating part that you might remember from the movie. He ends up getting caught. He goes to prison and is sentenced to 12 years in prison. He gets the last eight years of that prison sentence commuted right. on the terms that he goes to work for the FBI in their anti-fraud department. So then he goes on to do that and stays there for 31 years. He works at the FBI. Wow. His whole career becomes... The FBI. His son grows up, starts to work for the FBI. So it's a really cool talk. If you're a fan of the movie, Grant, like if you're a fanboy of it, you would like it. Your girlfriend would like it. Anyone who likes the movie and has an hour, he's a really captivating speaker. Again, no verbal pauses, no rabbit trails. He talks like an FBI agent. And it's just boom, boom, boom. Really fun listen. So we'll link that up on the Donna and Steve uh, show links page. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. So you can go and check that out. Uh, Also, we have a quick minute. I'll say this quick. Bleeps Creek, the hotel, the motel. Yes. That's in that uh, show. Rosebud, yep. Rosebud, now up for sale. You can buy it. Oh, that's fun. $1.6 million. Uh, It does not come with the Rosebud sign. That is one one catch. And the inside (laughs) of the motel looks actually a whole lot nicer than it does on the show. They shot the interior scenes on a sound stage. So, uh, but anyways, it's for sale, and they say it's already a tourist attraction. A lot of people come up. So, one point six million dollars for the Rosebud Motel, and presumably that person, if they're smart, would buy it and then turn it into a Bleeps Creek theme. Yes. You know, tourist I love it. stop. So, great anyway. idea. All right, thanks. That was very, very useful. Very yeah, entertaining. Buddy. You're my best friend. When we come back, uh, let's be study partners. Not quite best friends, but let's study together. 42% of Americans plan on doing this after COVID. 42% of Americans plan on doing this. I wonder, Donna, if you plan on this. I am Grant, if you plan on this. I don't think I do. We'll tell you what they're planning when we come back on Donna and Steve. Hey, Donna. Hey, what, Steve? I would like to talk with you about my underwear now. <sighs> all right, fine. You have to sit No eye contact. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, of course. Right, no, okay, right. I'm looking in the other direction. Here's the deal. The Chill Boys underwear that I am wearing now, the boxer briefs that are made of bamboo, panda approved, are so stinking comfortable. And I know that you have some too. And go ahead, preach about it. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm wearing the bamboo boxers. Yes. And they're cool. I mean, like physically, temperature-wise, they're cool. Isn't it wild? You notice it. When you put it on your leg, you feel the coolness of the fabric, which is crazy to me. Without a doubt. They're also really soft. They're breathable. I know for you, they've got anti-chafing, which is a great thing. Women Uh love them too. You might not give them back to your guy if you buy them for him. That's the truth for women. They can just be like comfy around the house shorts or jammy shorts. And dudes, I'm telling you, I am telling you, you will try them on once. They will be the most comfortable pair of boxers or boxer briefs that you've ever put on. If you want more information, you want to order, you can easily go to chillboys.com. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Yeah! Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. And studies, too. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Hey! Hey! Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. Vaccines are rolling out at a rapid clip. 
which means soon enough, this stupid pandemic is going to be in the rear view mirror. Woo! With that, according to a new survey, 42% of Americans say they plan on doing this when the pandemic is officially over. Care to hazard a guess? I'm going to spend a lot of money traveling. Spend a lot of money traveling. We turn now to I am Grant. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Um, probably see your family. Go see your see family. my family. According to that survey, 42% of Americans say they plan on, quote, throwing the biggest party of their <laughs> entire lives. Wow. When the pandemic is officially over. Hmm? You guys plotting a party? Not me. Texas. A blizzard in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not really, no. But, I mean, if someone... It invited me. I'd be go- I'd be down to go. Absolutely, yeah, sure. I'm not a big party goer, but it's been so long that I think just to go to one, I think I doubt. You know, sure. You, I'm a I'm an at home person most of the time, but yeah, now I'm ready to go out a little bit. So, yeah, I'd go, but I don't know if I'd have one. I don't want to clean up after all that. No, that is, yeah, no I knew, way. I haven't been to a lot of parties, like at a house. Really, really. Hmm. birthday parties for little kids i was gonna say yeah your kids birthday parties yeah you live a different kind of life you know jerry is having people over and then you're meeting people that you don't know is that the situation at a party Mm. (laughs) yeah yeah oh no it's a lot of work for you You gotta get a babysitter it's like you know planning a trip for you guys to go out isn't it i'd feel like (laughs) yeah you do there are there are some logistics yeah you can't just say do you want to swing over there that's not an option nope what do you want to be? The people that ruin the party by bringing your kids? Right. <laughs> Definitely don't want to be those people. The survey also found that 36% of people will start going to things that they used to avoid or flake out on before the pandemic, including baby showers, hmm. weddings, mm-hmm. and bachelor and bachelorette parties. Hmm. One in four people say that they want to redo their birthday. Because the one last year didn't count. To which I would say, <laughs> if you're above the age of 16, right? stop it. <laughs> Agreed. Will you just chill out? Will you not be the person who's like, it's my birthday week. Could oh. you please keep I that to know. yourself? Come degree more. Thank I, you. Same. I, like when people are like, what do you want to do for your birthday? I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, Nobody I'm can. a grown up. I don't need to be... Have but a party. I think it's nice if somebody says, what do you want to do for your birthday? Like, do you want do you want to eat somewhere or whatever? I don't like it when... Then you're receiving someone's kindness. Mm-hmm. I don't like when you're the 44-year-old who's like, it's my birthday week, Fiatches, <laughs> here we go. I'm like, do we have to do a thing on this? Wait, does... Don't All week? Lori or Julia, don't one of them do something for their birthday month or something? Oh, do they? Well, I don't know. God I mean, I imagined you. it. I don't know. I don't know. It just feels like... Feels like a lot. Every office has one person who's really into their birthday. He and it's cute. You know what? Maybe we're being cynical. Maybe we're being cynical jerks right now. No, I just, I think people think a lot of themselves and think. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I think people care about a lot of, like, like I, you know, my, the only people that care about my birthday are maybe my parents and my girlfriend. That's it. And... You know, my friends might say happy birthday, but do you really care? I mean, yes, it's your birthday, Steve. I'll say happy birthday, but I haven't been thinking about it for the last 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, Yeah, right. Not everybody's thinking about you. So, Yeah, we're all thinking about ourselves. Exactly. I, I, I like the idea of um, if it's your birthday. We've talked about this before, Donna. You bring in something. If you want to celebrate it, but don't make the responsibility of your shift manager right. <laughs> is now also to order the kind of cake that you like. Can I tell you the the last uh, place that I worked when I just started there, like the first year or so, yeah. any time, I swear there was a birthday cake on the desk or on the, on like the front desk every day, because every time someone had a birthday, there would be a cake in their honor. Well, you got a hundred people in an office. Chances are you're gonna have a cake several times a week, right? Yeah, that's the truth. They stopped doing it eventually, but that was those were the days. What if they did birthday month? Maybe that's a happy medium. So you work in an office, and oh, then sure. on the last Friday of every month, you bring in a cake and you say, "Hey, shout out, happy birthday to Maud, Trisha, Maud, huh? whatever." <laughs> Is it Maud's birthday? Is it Maud's? Hmm. Uh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I just don't think it's necessary. Yeah. Like, what's... Yeah, I'm with Grant. Like, who cares? Yep. You care, but we don't care. Exactly. I so, don't even care. I don't either, right? I, I, I don't care. I hear you. I, I want be... presents, though. <laughs> okay, so that means you care. I want to be left alone, no, for the most part. Like, I don't... It's they like, don't want pressure to go out. Or that, or like, you know, like the people who, you know, you, you get all the texts and I really appreciate them and you get all the things like on the oh, Facebook. Oh, Facebook. And the, happy, and birthday, the, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. The phone calls and you're like, ah, man, we haven't talked in about a year since Facebook my last really birthday. brought. <laughs> Facebook did bring birthdays back about 10 years ago and it was cool. It was cool because we all went through the phase of like, oh, I, yeah. Wow. My gosh. It is my birthday. Oh, my gosh. I haven't even talked to. Ken, since we were in sixth grade. Thank you, Ken. But then you feel an obligation to say thank you to each one, and there's like a hundred of them, and you're yeah. like, 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 like. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Right. I hear you. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Life is hard. Guys, <laughs> someone's writing about birthdays over here. Someone help I know, us. I know. <laughs> uh, you want to know what the most Googled cocktail was in Minnesota during the pandemic. I'm going to say it's the boiler maker. The boiler and the maker. Or the Bellini. The Bellini. What's the one that Tucci made? Oh, I don't remember which one Tucci made. I was just looking at how awesome he looked. Uh, it, it's something with the ends in an E, like a Bellini, a ma- Margarini. Mar- margarini. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Mm. Uh, uh. All right, no. what's, what is it? Minnesota, along with Alaska and West Virginia, Googled 
white Russians. Oh, oh those are good. More than any other cocktail. Yeah, delicious. The dude. Was the fan. dude. Love the white Russian. Mm-hmm. I started that movie and I never finished that whole movie. I don't think so. Maybe I did. I don't totally remember. Which one was it again? I just always act like I know what people are talking about. The Big Lebowski. Oh, that's a fun movie. It is. The dude. The dude. Dan. I love Jeff Roseanne. Bridges. What a cool dude. Yes. Yeah, he's cool. Dan's great, too. He's yeah. cool, man. John Goodman. Johnny. Johnny, J-Bone. baby. JJ. Hey, JJ. Hey, don't forget to vote in our... Um, in our contest. Oh, yes. We're having a My Talk Impressions contest. Look on our Facebook page. Vote for, we've got five finalists. Vote for the person that you like the best by just clicking like. So don't yeah. click like on everybody. Just click yeah. like on the one that you want to win. Okay? I think you said that really well. I'm awesome! Okay, uh, we're going to play the Millennial X game. So we need one Gen Xer. And one millennial to call right now. You get to be a lifeline for us, and you could win a fantastic prize. So give us a call. The number is 651-641-1071. We will play that game next on Don and Steve on My Talk. If you're a parent like me, you understand how hard it can be to work out at home. That's why you will love going to the Y. They have group exercise classes, and it's safe and clean with limited admittance, hand sanitizer everywhere, and well-spaced equipment. And you can even earn a free month if you join by March 31st. So just go to ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I'm having a hard time with my computer, you guys. Punch it. <laughs> Punch the computer. Ah, Punch there it, it is. Here Punch I go. It. Punch it. Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. Yay! I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host. I am Grant. Well, how's it going, guys? Uh, mediocre. <laughs> At best, right? Well, Steve, you won last week, which increased your lead uh, over Donna 4-2 from Millennial X Games. This is round seven of the new and improved Millennial X Games. And we've got two fun lifelines on the phone for us. They'll be playing for a MyTalk hat. Let's talk to Steve's lifeline first, Jeremy. Jay Bone. How you doing, Jeremy? I'm awesome today. How about you? Uh, well, doing really you? good. How uh, Jer Bear, how old are you, my man? 49. Oh, yes. Perfect. Sweet spot, baby. Yep. Sweet freaking spot. I'm really going to rely on you, okay? So stay nimble. All right. Ready. Nimble. All right. Now let's say hi to Britt. Britt is Donna's millennial lifeline. How are you doing, Britt? I'm doing good, thanks. Hi, Britt. How old are you, Britt? Hi. I'm 32. Oh, Perfect. Ah, my girl right it. there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Britt, so you'll be ready when we need you as a lifeline, right? Yes. All right, stay on hold for us, and we'll get to you shortly. Okay, guys. So, Steve, you won last week, which means you get to pick, again, who goes first. I Love think this. I know where you're going to go, but what uh, what do you want to do with that? You know, just to give you a little head fake, Grant, I would like to receive the first question. Ooh, that is a nice little I head would fake. like to receive the first question. Okay, so I need you to go ahead and spin that wheel for me, buddy. All right. All right. What 1980? The Bee Gees. Sorry. <laughs> okay. What 1985 Motley Crue song topped MTV's 
video request show for three straight months, causing MTV to change the rules of their request show. Motley Crue. Motley. Tommy Lee. Mm, Motley Crue. We want to rock. Rock it out now with Motley Crue. I'm going to have to bring in my heavy, J-Bone, Jer Bear. I've clearly made the wrong choice. Um, <laughs> I don't know the answer to this, and I need you to help me. Motley Crue song. That would be... Yep, you got it. Home Sweet Home. Of course. I've never even heard of the song. We're going to lock it in as our final what? answer. Yeah! I'm on my way. Nice job, I'm Jeremy. Oh. oh, yeah. Home oh, my Motley Crue. Yes, oh, that quick. song. All right. Nice job, Jeremy. All right, bud. Stand yeah, up for us. Thank you. Okay. All right. Donnie, you ready to spin the wheel? Yep. Here I go. <laughs> the wheel's a little sticky today. A little bit, little bit. All right. You ready to go with movies, Donna? Yes. All right. Name this 1999 film starring Kristen Dunst, Josh Hartnett, James Woods, it was the directorial debut for Sofia Coppola. Oh, shoot. Is that a dance movie? Wait, Kirsten Dunst. Josh Hartnett and James Woods. And it was the directorial debut of Sophia, Sophia Coppola. Coppola. Oh, I'm not a huge fan of her movies, I think. Uh, I'm going to have to go to Brit. Yes. Brit. What 1999 film starring Kirsten Dunst, Josh Hartnett, and James Woods was the directorial debut of Sofia Coppola? That is The Virgin Suicide. Yes! Whoa. Final. Dude, wow. I don't know how you knew that. Wow. It's Josh Hartnett, he's local. I got him yeah, in all his movies. Yeah, that's true. Look at, right. our, look at our lifelines, guys. Really Good awesome. Job. Oh, Amazing. Man. Well, Donna, we just burned the bridges. Mm -hmm. So it's you and me on this island now. Mm. Two questions left each, and we are tied one to one. Both of our lifelines, like Steve said, have been used, and both were effective. Ew. <laughs> Don't do that. Ew. Thought I was yawning. I'm sorry, but I could see up your nose, <laughs> and I didn't really want to. Ew, David. Donna, that's my body. <laughs> All right, Steve, you ready to spin the wheel, bud? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Movies. Yeah. All right, buddy, here we go. Prince's cinematic follow-up to Purple Rain was a 1986 black-and-white film that bombed at the box office and won five Golden Raspberry Awards. Name that film. Oh. That's unfair. A movie. Mm -hmm. I wonder if the movie is also the name of a song. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with... I'm gonna go with Raspberry Beret. Ooh, final you're answer. Close. Can is I it, guess? Is yeah. it gonna be? Uh, that's my final. Is it gonna be Little Red Corvette? I think it's like Under the Cherry Moon. And Donna is correct with Under the Cherry Moon. Sorry, Yay! Steve. Raspberry Beret is not correct. So right now Donna's currently in the lead, but she has a question coming up here, Donna. So no, wait. We're tied right now. Well, we're tied. We'll see where Donna right. goes. Well, yeah, we're not gonna give her a point. My... That'd be right, an interesting thing to introduce later, though. A steal. A steal. Ooh. I like where your head's at. Mm -hmm. Spin that wheel, Donna. Oh, here I go. Television. <laughs> All right. 
shoot, I need Brit. In 1999, Jon Stewart took over hosting duties for The Daily Show from what former ESPN anchor who then went on to host CBS's mm. Late Late Show? Good question. Good question. Okay, okay, hold on. I'd like to steal. The Late Law, uh, it was Craig? No, 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 no. The Late Late Show was Greg Kinnear. Was it Greg Kinnear? Can you repeat the question? In 1999, Jon Stewart took over hosting duties for The Daily Show from what former ESPN anchor, and he is the host of the late, late CBS show. Was the host. Oh, he's the guy who does the Olympics. He's, um, um, ah, uh, uh, it's the, do, 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 the Olympics guy, Greg Kinnear. I'd like to steal. You can steal. Craig Kilborn. And you started mentioning that, actually, mm-hmm. Donna, right? And the first word yeah. out of your mouth, I believe, was Craig. I was toggling between, like, I don't know if you would have landed you... on Kilborn, because then Craig Ferguson ended up taking over the Late Late right, Show. Right. Very confusing. Yes. Greg Kinnear also had his own late night talk show, I believe, before Conan. Who's the... Ins- Conan the Barbarian. Who is the... Who is the guy who does the Olympics? Who's that guy? Bob Costas? Yes, Bob Costas? that's who I was thinking of. Okay, and that would have just been all sorts of wrong. <laughs> Donna, this is really cool. Uh, thanks for watching my talk on YouTube. <laughs> Don't forget to hit that subscribe button for Donna's grid. Yes. Here we go. All right, here More we go. Tied. Steve, you spin that wheel for me, bud. Hey, up. Lifestyle. Oh, yeah. All right, let's have fun with this one. Let's see if, okay. I, can, let's see if I can get through it. This six-letter word is, a, is French in origin and means... Vivacious, cleverness, or wit. This six-letter French word. And in the 80s, it was seen written in big letters on trendy women's and girls' clothing. Uh. Name that popular clothing brand. Can you repeat the question? This six-letter word is French in origin, and it means vivacious, cleverness, or wit. And in the 80s, it was, it was worn on with big letters on trendy women's clothing. Name that clothing brand. Um, oh my gosh. Hmm. Bonjour. Je m'appelle. Bonjour, je m'appelle Etienne. Mm-hmm. Femme la bouche. Shut your mouth in French. Zut Me not know. Me mad. Me play C chord. Oh no. Okay. The answer is Esprit. Oh, Esprit. Esprit. Thank you. There we go. E-S-P-R-I? R-I. E-S-P-R-I-T is how it's spelled. Esprit. I am sorry, Steve. You got one right out of your three today. Let's see if Donna can steal this victory with this question right now. Donna, you ready to spin the wheel? Nope. Nope. I'll okay. spin it for her. Right, okay. Headlines. <laughs> headlines, Donna. There's headlines. Be some French stuff, too. All right. Yeah, these questions are freaking bullcrap. <laughs> yeah. This turn of the century media ma- merger, excuse me, this turn of the century media merger made big headlines in the year 2000. Name the internet provider and media giant who mm-hmm. merged to form a disastrous $350 billion partnership. I think, is it Time Warner? Time Warner. Can you repeat the question? In 2000, these two companies combined for a $350 billion partnership. One was an internet provider, and the other was a uh, 
a, a major internet provider and media giant. Media giant. Media giant. Time? I don't know. What does that mean? Media We're giant. Have to yell at Rocket it's it's gonna be like the Ted Turner. 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 Two time. Turner something. Turner. Steal. I would like to steal. Go ahead. AOL Steve. Time Warner. That is correct. Nice bing, job. Bing, bing, Good bing. steal. I on didn't that know. One. A- All right, I win. AOL Sorry, time. Donna. I got the Time Warner. Yeah, that was good. All right, so we're in a tie. Dang it. Now what do we do? Now what do we do? Do we do we play chess? No, we have the question where it's kind of like the price is right. Steve, yeah, you get the okay. first shot because you technically won last week. So what I'll do is I'll give you guys, you give me a numerical number. If you're closest to it, wins. If you're over, you know how price is right. Blah, blah, blah. All right. The Denver Broncos and New England Patriots share the record for most Super Bowl losses. In the 1990s, how many times did these two teams make Super Bowl appearances? And this was in the 90s? In the 90s. The Denver Broncos and the New England Patriots. How many times did they appear in the Super Bowl? In the 1990s. Both of them? Together. You Both mean when them. did they play together? They, not, no, not, no, if you added them in together. The yeah. New England Patriots 1990s oh. Super Bowl appearances and the Denver Broncos 1990s okay. Super Bowl appearances. Thank you. Okay. Steve. You're welcome. Um, okay. I'm going to say four. Combined, right? Combined. Mm-hmm. What is your guess, Donna? My guess is I'm I'm going to do something unprecedented. Unprecedented. I'm going to say... Did somebody say president? I think it's eight, but I'm going to say seven. She says seven. Seven. Price is right rules. Seven. Well, Steve, I'm going to have to give you this because you were... Right on the money with four. Denver went in 1990 and 1998 and in 99. And New England went in 1997. I believe they beat the the Packers. I think they lost to the Packers. Oh, they lost to the Packers. Drew Bledsoe. That's it. At the helm. This is prior to the Tom Brady era. But let's not bury the lead. I won. Everybody clap your hands. Donna, clap. No. Come on and clap. Clap for your winner. Let's give you some of this. Chicken dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Nice job, Steve. Yeah, I'd like to, to shout Steve. it out to all my cool cats. Well, let's get Jeremy on the phone. He's our, he's our winner. Sorry, Jeremy, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Boy, Jeremy, I hope you have an unlimited minutes plan. Jeez, we kept you on for a while, huh? <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm on break. All right, buddy. Oh, break's almost We're over now. Break. Yeah, break's almost over. Hurry up. All right, stay on hold for me. I'll get your information, Jeremy. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have a great day. Hi, Jeremy. Can we let Britt give a shout-out? Yeah, sure. She probably hung up. She's a millennial. She's on to the next thing. Britt's here. Hey, Britt. Hey, Britt. Hi. Hi. Would you like to give a shout-out to someone as a consolation prize? Uh, Shout-out to Donna. Good luck next time. Thank you. Thanks for trying for me. You were awesome. Nice job, Britt. That's the point. Yeah, our lifelines were awesome. They were the MVPs today. Yes. Absolutely. This is awesome. I like the steel idea, by the way. That's kind of a good... Yeah, we could toy around with that. We might be able to. might be able to toy around with that. Um, We could do one steel per game. One steel per game, one steel per month. Per month. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. We'll meet with the gaming commission. (laughs) Okay, we got to go. Final stretch of our show with our Facebook question. What's the biggest mess your dog ever made? Mm, Misery loves company, so let's talk about how your dog has destroyed things. That, when we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Right, Steve? 
You said it, Donna. You said it really well. Thank you. You've been in this game for a while. I, I got a lot to learn. Yes, you do. <laughs> so do I. No, we all do. Yeah, it's an, it's an evolving thing. It's very <laughs> fluid, if you will. This, this thing called life, you know? And plus, we get to listen daily as Donna devolves from the former, like, tightly buttoned professional that she was, <laughs> checking all the boxes back, mm-hmm. and he ha honk a tonk And slowly but surely, her professionalism is evaporating right in front of our eyes. And it's a joy to <laughs> be a part of. And it's all thanks to you, Steve <laughs> It's a joy Patterson. to cause. Yeah, more than anything. Oh, man. Um, so... President Biden's dog just bites anything with a pulse. Okay, that's not true. I'm sorry. That was salacious, and it's not true. But the dog had another nipping incident and had to get, we believe, removed from the White House premises again due to a second second incident. Uh I call it checking. I say he's just checking. That's probably what it was. Because if he was biting and he's a German shepherd, he would really, really bite. Yeah, he would be able to get blood and, you know. Do you think he's playing when you say checking? Do you yes. think he's trying to get, because that's what they do to get the other other dogs to play. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of like bite him on the side of the face. Yep, I have the same problem with my dogs and he's, you know, people think because he's so massive that he's biting them. But I'm like, no, he's just checking you as you walk into my house. He's like, hey, are you ready to play? What's your energy? Who are you? Yeah. Just a little. And Steve, you have this, I think, too. I heard earlier with your dog, too, right? Yep, yep, and we're hoping that it's like that puppy phase where like they're trying to learn like Me too. Hey, teeth are not good on skin. Sure. You know? Well, anyway. Anyway. So we asked. Hmm. Uh, at a lighter note, what's the biggest mess that your dog has ever caused? I love that people put videos up. We have one TikTok video. Oh, no. And to see the dogs when they know oh, they're in trouble. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, talking they about? Know. Their ears are down and they're just like, hi. Their eyes what'd they, are hey. What they tear into here? Is this video of a garbage situation? Is that human hair on the ground? What do I, I don't see? know what that fuzzy stuff is, but you oh, can check Oh, is it this the out. inside of that? Maybe it's the inside of the uh, uh, sure doggy dog bed. bed. That's a scenario. I came out and my dog was having a full meal. <laughs> Inside of one of my, uh, <laughs> one of the baby's dirty diapers. Oh, oh no. And I was like, you know, dude, could you not be so attracted to crap? Listen to this. Speaking of, Rebecca said her foster dog pooped on the living room floor, then accidentally turned on the Roomba oh. and spread it all over uh, the house. Mm-hmm. Then That's the dogs proceeded funny. to walk through it and jump on all of our living oh. room furniture, ruined the Roomba. The house smelled, oh. took forever to clean, had one very angry husband. He didn't want the foster dog in the first place. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Sorry. That's. I thought I had it bad when Grizzly went number two, but it was a, a very loose number two in oh, the back of my it. truck. Oh, yeah. And then stepped oh. all over it. And oh, my gosh. It was. It was a it was a day. A lot of swear words, a lot of screaming, all by myself on the side of the road. Oh no! <laughs> Somebody says my golden retriever got out of his kennel one day, Houdini, and got into a tote of Easter decor. Ooh. We came home to the entire level of the house covered in that fake plasticky Easter grass that you put in the bottom oh, of baskets. No. You'll see them down there. Yes, <laughs> haven't bought or used any since. Wow! Wow! Uh-huh. Dogs are really something <laughs> the, else. The this best. is just funny. 
Before Mike says, before my very senior dachshund Charlie was diagnosed with a failing liver, he would volunteer me to play gastrointestinal roulette, <laughs> where the human gets to skip sleeping and instead clean up body temperature play doh or sl- slough through green soup out of his kettle. Oh <laughs> no! These animals are disgusting. How about Terry? Terry said when she was in California. Uh, living there, got home from work. Our little dog literally ripped the curtains in half on all living room windows and patio sliding door. They hung from above windows down to the floor. Don't know how, but they were evenly ripped across the middle. We already left some open so she could see outside. Apparently she wanted full vision. (laughs) Can't describe how angry they were. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, my I just came home recently to the so my dog will knock over the garbage can. Oh, yeah. And I have. okay. so I started doing I just thought I would be creative and I have all these magnets from all over the place, you know, like from my travels, you know. Sure. And I have a um, oh, what do you call the um, stainless steel garbage can? So Mm -hmm. I thought it would be fun to put all my magnets all over the garbage can. You think I would learn by now? I'll come home randomly if he doesn't. If he's mad that I had left, he'll he kind of he kind of. I don't know how to explain it. How you run into he'll run into the garbage can to get it to knock over, and then oh. he goes through all the contents. So there'll be coffee grounds and just. I'm just picturing food him like and a cans and a ball just kind of taken out your trash. He's like a football player trying to like yeah. ram. Yeah. 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 It's just, oh. Disaster. Sounds terrible. Don't even get me started on the last dog who Mm. would, if it thundered, you know, it'd have a big problem. So one time he locked himself in the bathroom, climbed on the sink, turned on the hot water. Oh my gosh. And then I came home many hours later. He's so hot, sweating, dehydrated. There's just the water running and just he knocked the soap into the sink and then oh, there were bubbles. It. it was just oh. You know, we've been saying job. that uh, they're lucky they're cute. Yeah. <laughs> we've been saying we are we are happy that we chose to get the puppy at the same time that we have this baby, this fourteen month old. Yep. Because they are both just running around opening things all day. Dev is a destroyer, he's a wrecking ball. And then yeah. so but we thought had we gotten to a sweet spot and then introduced Rex, it would be like, come on, we just did this. Right. But now it's like we have it's like twins. It's like they're both just trying to mess up the house. <laughs> Maybe uh, the later time. this week we'll do how, how your kids messed up your place. Ooh. There we go. Oh right? yeah. We'll get yeah, some right. good pictures and good. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Um, we'll see you back here tomorrow at nine, okay? Okay, fine. Good talk, guys. Bye, Bye now. Okay though.